Hello and welcome to week three of Where's the Line? I'm your host, Jimmy Fenton, and brought to you for the first time ever on Spotify. That's right, the boys are on Spotify. Who would have thought it's taken us three years to finally work out how to get it on there? But we're on there. I'm joined here by Tyler Jews. Good to be back, Jim. Big week last week. Yeah, very big week for you and I. We're also joined by Regan Cisco Davis. What a week, lads. Spring is here. Once again, the Helm's Deep battle has begun. Can't wait to crack into another red hot pod, Jim. That's it, mate. And we're joined by Uncle Schmicky Holmes. How are you, big fella? I'm a bit nervous, Jimmy. I thought we'd made it to the big time already when we went to the Instagram thing, but now that we're on Spotify, I'm <laughs> crapping myself. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, special guest this week for the first week of the Spotify, we thought we'd get the old fella. He's pretty good at tipping. Just ask him, Marky Mark Fenton. Yeah, I'm glad we're on Spotify, then you can't see my hairstyle, mate. <laughs> oh, the candy man. <laughs> Good to have you on here, uh, old boy. So, um, what a week we had last week. Tyler and myself having a very good week for the tipping. So, if you follow us, you would have got a few winners. And I'll tell you what, that's just going to be a taste of what you, what's to come because we're going to continue to tip some heat. Um, so, this week, we'll be doing the features at both Randwick and Mooney Valley. So, strap in, get your pens ready and enjoy. But first of all, let's get to our best bets. So, uh, Tyler Juice, uh, let's go. So, I found it a bit hard this week, Jim. Best bet. Um, I'm going race three, Mooney Valley Generation. Three bucks. Um, his, run, his last run was behind two very good horses, Ingratiating and General Bow. Um, I think he should have the class over these. Uh, they're all a couple like, races under their belt. Um, he was $2.30 going into the Ingratiating and General Bow race. I think he was equal favourite. Um, there's, there's a danger taunting... Um, Taunting's run some pretty quick times, but it has been over soft and heavy ground, so I'm willing to risk him. Um, and yeah, this is a much stronger, much weaker field than last week. Perfect. I like it, Tyler. Uh, old boy, what you got, mate? I got an all up. Okay, so um, I like uh, Enterprise Pommy in race six, number 10 at Sydney. Uh, I like it each way, so let's back it for a place. I like Cuban Royale, which is one of my favourites in race nine, uh, number six in Sydney. I want to put that into the cats and dogs, uh, both to win, into Tony Finau to win the golf. And he's starting from three shots behind, and you'll get him at about seven to one. So that's a pretty big all up there. You should get about 45 to one. Jeez, Juicy. best bet at 45, that's two units. That's a 90 unit play. If he wins that, we may as well just call it, call it, call it a year. All right, well, let, fingers crossed, oh, old boy can produce that one. Is that uh, all those horses to win or place? Yeah, so yeah, so Enterprise Pommy for a place, Cuban Royal for a place, uh, Geelong to uh, to win, uh, Western Bulldogs to win, and Tony Fennell to win. Beautiful. Uh, there is two types of bets on the golf now. We've got him to win straight out um, yeah. overall, okay, because he comes from a minus three yeah, handicap. Yeah. Um, there's a best overall score for uh, 72 holes. So don't bet. Well, if he wins that, he probably wins that, but don't bet that one. Cool. Uh, Ditcho, what you got for us, mate? Gee, I don't know if I want to go after Modra. <laughs> I've got the short straw. Um, well, I'm coming home to Belmont this week. I'm actually going in the feature. So, number seven, Charlton Eddie. Um, I don't think he handled the heavy track last start, so forgive and forget about that run. But the money came for him, and he's a forgotten golden boy of WA racing. So, does his best second up, gets a great draw. Very hard to beat. I love it. I reckon it's a great bet. Nine bucks. Beautiful. Did you Schmicky Holmes, what you got for us, mate? Uh, well, what am I sitting on? I'm sitting on zero wins from 14 units invested so far, so I'm pretty confident going into my best bet this week. Uh, I'm going in the NRL, the Manly Sea Eagles game against, who are they up against? North Queensland Counties? North Queensland Counties. 
going the three big dogs, Jason Saab, Tommy Turbo Tobojevic, and Ruben Garrick to get an anytime try. They've just been peeling off tries all year long, those three. Um, if you just want to do a bet and stick them three together, you can get your uh, special where if one fails, you get uh, your cash back as a bonus bet. But I'm not going to bother doing that because I know they're going to come in and I'm going to multi them straight into the Geelong footy game against GWS. Jeremy Cameron, most goals against his old team. If I combine that up, you get $7.60. Beautiful schmicky. And it's a two-unit play. That gets him back in the game and hopefully on the board. I've heard uh, Jeremy Cameron is a bit scared of Sammy Taylor. He said he's the hardest opponent he's ever played on. I heard that too. He's so, a good player. Yeah. Good player, Sammy Taylor. He's actually... Uh, my cousin actually goes out with his brother. Yeah, right. And his name's Taylor. So I'm waiting for the wedding. He's going to become Taylor Taylor. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's, that's unbelievable. All right, well, my best bet, we're going to go to Mooney Valley Race 6, number 8, Argentia, $3.60. Uh, young horse has only had one run for one win, which beat in uh, Invincible Caviar, which is out of Black Caviar. Um, it was absolutely phenomenal for in its debut. It's going to be a star as long as he handles Mooney Valley. I think he's going to be very, very hard to beat. And so Argentia, three dollars sixty. All right. And Jimmy, the money's coming hard for that as well. Has it already? I mean, has it? A ton of money thrown at it already. Yeah, there's a lot of people on it. It's a good, yeah, good bet I, I think it's a pretty good bet. I think they're they're it could be going very close to winning um, the Coolfield Guineas. I think they're setting it for. Well, I reckon you could be going. Cool Roy, Jim, like yeah, beautiful. Thanks, mate. Alrighty, so uh, let's move to Mooney Valley Race Seven, the Chautauqua Stakes, which is a crowd favourite and a podcast favourite of the podcast. Um, <laughs> and I'm pretty happy that they've named a race after it. So, uh, did Joe want to start us off, mate? Oh, the grey flash. What a horse. Um, so, I find this quite ironic, Jim. I think you might have a chuckle at this. I'm actually going to go the enemy of the pot. It's episode one of Spotify, but I'm going Dallasan. You can't be going oh. Dallasan. I'm going <laughs> Dallasan. First up, loves the distance. Um, and I reckon he's going to win a feature this year. So, if he's going to win it this weekend, I want to be on. Um, I reckon he's a great old run. Great odds of um, running a pretty good race here. So twenty-two bucks and five dollars fifty. I reckon it's a good each way bet. Ooh. Oh well, good luck, mate. I, you think you're going to need it? <laughs> I think you're going to need it. He's burnt me a few times, but he's coming good. All right. Well, good good luck, uh, Tyler. What you got for us, mate? Um, I'm going Wild Planet at nine bucks and three bucks a place. Uh, was huge first up last prep, losing to Eduardo at big odds as well at thirty ones. Um, and I rewatched his Stradbroke last night, and he actually didn't have that bad of run. He got a pretty um, bad check early on, and he just didn't pick up his like, pace after that. Um, he's, uh, what is it, gate 10, so he can sit himself midfield and hopefully zoom home late. Beautiful. Modra? He's got the same as me, Wild Planet. I was tossing up between away game and Wild Planet. Uh, away game's got the brutal barrier. Um, so I'm on the wild planet as well. So um, for the, some of the reasons that you just said, um, he had a good uh, race against Funstar. Funstar, a right big time, and he beat Funstar. So I'm on wild planet. Beautiful. Definitely underrated horse. Definitely. Schmicky? I'm going to have a dip on something else other than all you fellas. I'm going for number six, Ancestry, at $8.50. Have a look at the track. Have a look at the good. Have a look at the track and distance form. Have a look at its second up form. It's meeting all these criteria this week, and it's got Brett Preble, Melbourne Cup winning jockey on board, 
who's actually come in some pretty good form this Memsey week. Memsey State winning jockey. That's right, and he's come into some pretty good form. Very, very good jockey, very underrated. And I think the horse is going to go well. Get around it. Beautiful. I think you stitched yourself up with the odds. I think I've, I've got it at 10s on sports bet. Yeah, I'll get the 10s then. We'll take the 10s, I thought. Yeah. More Brett Campbell. Ticking all the boxes except from Smicky's tipping it. So I don't know if I'd want to touch it. <laughs> not, a, not a great box at the moment, is it, Regs? I'll be easy, Regan. You've only picked one winner as well. That one, I reckon. Preble could be the uh, informed jockey of the season of the um, spring carnival. Well, he's picked up all the mouths from all the, all the big races. All the band um, jockeys from that, um, yeah. that party. Oh, is he? Yeah. Yeah. Do we touch on that? Do we talk about it? Uh, Jamie Carr rooting. Jamie Carr is rooting. <laughs> That's all that needs to be That's said. That's all that needs to be said. We probably not, better not go any further because if we do make it big time, we don't want to be in the bad books. <laughs> if. We, we are making it big time, yeah. Jim. We're on Spotify now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess so we don't want to burn the bridge if we have to interview at episode 30. So yeah, that's <laughs> it. All right, so I'm going to go my turn. I'm going to go number four, ASAR, at 15 for a win, $4.60 for a place. I think it's a great each-way chance. It's shown it can settle forward and drawn barrier five. I think that's what's going to be the um, the big benefit for it because it's a pretty hard field. So if you can get a nice run in transition. He has a second to Portland Sky of a 1,200. Who's favourite in a better race, and if he can win in that race there, make sure you have something on this because I think at fifteen dollars it's over. So ASAR. All right, we move to race eight, the Fiend Stakes. The winner of this gets exemption into Cox Plate. So this is a very very hot race there because you know the Cox Plate is pretty close to the big biggest race in Australia. So uh, Modra, you love the Cox Plate. You may as well start us off here, mate. So. Um I couldn't actually pick a horse in this one. I, I like that Sierra Sue, um, but I, I, I was going to go a Triffy now. Am I able under this format to go a Triffy? Or yeah, you, you can, yeah. Like you can win it, doesn't matter. Okay, yeah, so the Triffy is number three, four, nine, 11, 12, and 14. All right, and what, uh, how much would you put on that for what percentage? Uh, in uni- units. Okay, so let, let's go for... That is a six-horse uh, race, so let's go $30 on that. Yep. Yeah. Okay, all right. $30 no to get your what? 25%. 25? Yeah, yeah, 25%. 25%. Yeah. All right, cool, cool. So we're looking about 8% off of one unit. Cool, all right. Schmicky, what you got, mate? I've got one of the ones that Modra's got in there. Oh, that's always a good sign. Paying 15 to 1, Dawn Patrol. Ooh. Foreign horse, John McNeil on board, trained by Robert Hickmott, a supreme trainer from overseas. And uh, it's just a quality horse, probably better than our Aussie horses. It's uh, obviously targeting bigger things than this race, but this is just a stepping stone. Lovely, it's going to charge over that stepping stone, I believe. Lovely. Oh, well, I might jump in there because I was literally had it written down on my notes. I wanted to write down an interesting run on Dawn Patrol, having its first run in Oz, um, and it's been spoken about to have a big prep. Only thing, I don't know how it goes first up over 1,600. That's my only query. I don't know how it goes at Mini Valley. Yeah. But so. Clearly, it's its first run in the country. We don't know how it goes. But I'll tell you how these (laughs) foreigners normally go. They come out and they fire. Yeah, that's it. All right, well, I've gone with number four, the Sangropa Superstorm, which is at $5. Very solid run first up. Um, I think he's going to take huge benefit out of that run where he stormed home for fourth, I believe it was. Um, I think he can turn the tides on um, Sierra Sue. And as long as he handles the tracks, which I think he will, I think he's going to be the one to beat. Uh, Regan, what's you up for, mate? Uh, righto. Well, I've got a completely different horse here, fellas. Um, I reckon he's just slipped under the radar here in great odds. Number two, Streets of Avalon. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, so, low draw, quality horse. I'm just going to forgive and forget the last start. Um, he, you know, against Behemoth, great run. Um, but, yeah, he just, just missed the start and over-raced um, big time, they reckon. So Apparently had just, abnormalities as well. Yeah, you just, you just forget um, about that one, I reckon. But he's got to give it a sight. Draws really well, and he absolutely loves the valley. If um, anyone out there is the first time having a look at the valley, you've got to remember... And it's very hard to come from the back of these back of the field in these big races. You don't want to be at the back. It's incredibly hard. That corner is very sharp, um, and often you'll see it's in the top four to six horses win these races. And he's going to be there. Perfect, Regs. I like you ever it. been to the Valley, there, Regs? I have. I've been to a couple of Moya Stakes. Um, <laughs> Why? Nature Strip. Nature Strip was there. I, oh, remember, I think I went live on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> I put up Nature Strip and uh, what was the other one that got up and won in the uh, green silk? I forget. There was too many. Bella Bella. Fair enough. All right. Tyler Juice, what you got, mate? I've gone Elephant at 5.50, I think. I think it's into fives now. Yeah. Um, had a good run at Caulfield and ran the exact same time as the Wait for Aid race. And I mean, like, the exact same time. Like, it was a minute 23.12, I think, um, which is pretty impressive. Um, has the one gate, so that's a big bonus at the Valley, I think, if you can get a good jump. So he can sit himself near on the speed or, like, around near it. Um, should get the run of the race as well if it all pans out. So I'm going elephant at 550. Beautiful. That barrier one can be a trap though. If you get yeah. caught, caught two pegs back, it could be the end. Willing, of the- willing to risk it. Hopefully, he gets a good jump. Yeah. All right. Beautiful. All righty. We make the jump across to Ramwick. Did you have you got a Ramwick report? Um, bear with me, Jimmy. I can get one up for you right now. Sorry, mate. I just. I just yes, it's going to be a soft five at Ramwick on Saturday. Oh, so Randwick, sticky. So, lads, it's a, uh, it's a bumper 10 race card this weekend for Randwick. Um, obviously, it's highlighted by the Chelmsford Stakes Day. Uh, and it, the weather's fine at the moment, but the track's a soft six, and they reckon it is going to stay a soft six. It might even go a bit worse. Um, the rail's out four metres the entire circuit. Yeah, beautiful. I hear there's going to be a lot of rain in the morning from what I was hearing. But all right then, let's get straight into it. So I apologise, Tab Touch told me it was a soft five, soft yeah. six. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. According to Regan's information. <laughs> all righty, so let's jump across to Ramwick Race 5, the Concord Stakes over 1,000 metres. It's got pretty close to the best sprinter Australia's seen for a couple of years in Nature Strip. Uh, and it lets, there's a crazy stat in its last seven runs under $2.50, it has not won once. So... Um, it's going to be very interesting to see where the boys go here. So, Tyler, where are you going to go, mate? I'm not going to. I've had a dollar fifty, dollar forty. I think it's he's a bit of an enigma. He he is a very very good sprinter. I'm not knocking that, but he's carrying sixty point five. It is a soft track. I feel like if it does get to a bit bit more wetter, I feel like there's others that can pop up, like Wild Ruler at four four dollars and sixty cents. I think it's a good bet. Knocked off Isotope pretty impressively. Um, He's a four-year-old now. Um, should be a bit mature this prep, and he's he's probably one of my big watches this spring. Um, but if it does get a, a bit more wetter than a soft six, then I reckon Adalong at $16 is a very good bet. So um, for now, I'm sticking with Wild Ruler, but I'm not knocking Nature's Strip at all. Perfect. Uh, did you? Oh, Jimmy, I think you already know where I'm going with this. Um, I know last week you fellas were talking about Mars Crusader being a uh, possible Everest horse. 
Um, you can't I'm, give us a second Everest horse, mate. <laughs> that, sorry, you no, can't I'm give saying, us a second Everest. I'm just, I'm just saying you're dreaming because the strip runner into the ground last time they head to head absolutely belted in, and I just don't understand how people let the strip race under two dollars. You know what you say? It's lost under a dot, um, two dollars, whatnot. Look at the horse that's been versing. Um, every time it gets over that three to four dollars mark, people just forget how good it is. It's the quickest sprinter in Australia. You can't go past it. But what about when it's under two bucks? It always seems to lose. That was one, it lost its last seven. Yeah. It's um, forgive and forget about that. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, it's got some dodgy connections on the other horses. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Um, Modra, where are you going to go, mate? Uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm not following Juicy. He's following me. Um, I'm, a, I'm on the wild ruler as well. Um, I think he's got the good form he, and he loves um, he loves that track. And then if you want to do a double, you could do the wild double with wild planet and wild ruler. If you, want to do you know, they're, they're, that's a good uh, bet that me and uh, Juicy match up on. I'll be throwing some money on that. <laughs> oh, perfect. Uh, Schmicky? You know what, I've got Wild Ruler as well, cause, and they, these boys, I saw them looking at my form sheet before, <laughs> they knew that our Uncle Schmicky sitting on zero wins from 14 units invested this year is in top form, and that's why they've copied me, I reckon, but I'm going for Wild Ruler as well, bugger nature strip at $1.55, um, wild, but, but, big but, only if it's a good track, it's reported to be a soft track, if the rain stays away... Get on Wild Ruler. If the rain comes, I don't think anything can beat Nature Strip. But at this stage, on a Thursday night, while we're sitting here in the beautiful Dawesville, Western Australia, I'm going to be going for Wild Ruler. Lovely, Schmick. Uh, well, I'm going to jump in. Um, I am with Regan. I don't think... I think uh, a lot of the times where he's been getting done under this $2.50, he's had that one real superstar horse in the race. I think G-Tray's done a few times. Um, there's been a few other things But I think this is the, Pretty close to the weakest field It's faced Probably for two years I think Wild Roller It will be good eventually But I don't think He's quite up to the level yet But I'm going to go The exacta And I'm going to go Nature Strip number one To beat Wild Roller Number three So I'm going to j- Join with both of the boys Regan that's a prong bet as well If you go on one out For Nature Strip Yeah it is But I'm confident boys He had a private jump out At Rose Hill So he comes here Ready to rock and roll all right, lovely. I can't wait to see the prong if he gets done. I hope he doesn't, though, because that means I lose. <laughs> All righty, we move to race six. The Fury Stakes over 1,200 metres. Some really, really good three-year-olds here who are destined for bigger things. Uh, let's go straight to Ditcho again. Perfect, Jimmy. So I'm going um, the favourite here, four moves ahead. Really promising young Philly. Tough wide run last start and battled on for a really strong place. And I think she was like three, four wide the trip. Overraced, done everything wrong, but still, you know, a length off the winner. Um, gets the wide draw, which is a bit of a concern, but she's obviously going to be fit from last start. And I think she's the one you want to be on. Loves the track and distance. Um, and any rain will obviously help her chances. So I like it. Lovely, mate. I'd, I'd be very worried by that wide draw, I reckon. But that's all good. Uh, Tyler? So, as you probably know, I got knocked off by four moves ahead for my best bet of my first episode in. Yeah. Uh, very off that. He definitely over-raced. Um, just did everything wrong. But I, that wide barrier is going to sting him a lot. So, I'm going She's All Class. Um, this is a tough race. I think they're equal favourites. She's All Class, yeah. four moves ahead, and Najmadi. 
Um, and if you throw on Swift Witness, I reckon they're the four chances um, for the thing. So if you throw them in the first four, I reckon box them up. You should be a, get some good money off it. Um, but yeah, I'm leaning towards Sheasel class. Uh, hopefully she turns it up this prep. She had a pretty good prep last last time. She didn't get out of the money at all. I think she got first, second, um, first and second, something like that. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm going with Sheasel class at five bucks. Beautiful Tyler. Uh, Modra? Yeah, so uh, James knows I'm an Alpine Edge fan. Like I backed that last week. Um, I've got it in the forward bet. Uh, this thing came second to Alpine Edge. It's called Enterprise Pommy. Um, it likes to lead. It's from Brisbane. Um, it is a good horse. I think it's going to um, show everyone how good it is uh, on Saturday. And um, it's an each way bet, 23 to 1. Um, so we'll go five units each way. Just um, one unit. <laughs> one unit each way. Yep, okay. Yeah. So um, I've got it in, the, in that all up, and um, yeah, we'll give you a good sight for money. I think it'll be in front with 150 to go. Beautiful. Schmicky? I'm going with number five, Mallory, paying $13. Uh, got Didn't get any luck resuming in its last start. And I think if it did get a little bit of luck and it got a gap in the last couple of hundred metres, it would have run all over them and won. So I think it's going to have a bit more gas in the tank this week. Hopefully Jason Collette can pick a little bit of a run through the field from Barrier 7 and it can come over the top of them at 13s. Lovely, Schmick. Well, it looks like we're going to go five different horses here because I'm going to lock in number seven, Naj Maddie at 5 to 1. Very, very unlucky first up. Uh, got a bit far back, struggled for a run, and then got the race fastest last 400 metres. He's going to get the longest straight here at uh, Ranwick. Gets the wizard, our favourite schmicky, Sir John Hugh Bowman. Oh, fuck that uh, I think he'll be giving him every chance, and he's got a nice draw, and I think Naj Maddy at $5 is going to be the winner. Schmicky, thoughts? Oh, if, if Hugh Bowman was didn't get his luck and ride on Winx's back, he would be lucky to be getting a run at Coffs Harbour. <laughs> oh, I 100% agree with you. I reckon <laughs> I'm a huge Hugh Bowman fan. All right, race seven, the tramway stakes, 1,400 metres. I'm just going to jump in there before anyone. Uh, huge Zaki fan. After the last prep where he, uh, he really declared himself as the horse to watch for this spring. Um, but however... Uh, $1.90 is a tad short for me to get in. If you can go $2.54, I reckon have a crack. But um, being $1.90, I'm going to have to go past him. And I'm going to happy, happily to have my money on number two, Dreamforce, at $6.50. I think this horse has been very consistent for two years. And he had to work really, really hard last run to, to lead. And well, I think he'll get a soft lead here. And he's a huge chance not to get run down. Uh, love the distance. 15 starts with seven wins. And I think Dreamforce could be the winner. Tyler? So, just to let you know, Jim, it's actually two bucks. So, it's two dollars now, is it? Not a prong bet. So, um, I'm going with Zaki as well. Definitely one of the most exciting horses to watch this spring. His Doom and Cut win was incredible. Seven length win and absolutely walked in it at the end. Um, last time I looked at it, it was two dollars and ten, and I think that's a reasonable price. Um, the threat is Dreamforce. Um, but, yeah, I'm going Zaki. I think Zaki would be the one to watch this prep. All right, fair enough. I hope so. I'm a huge fan of the horse. I reckon it's got a big chance in that Cox Plate. Uh, Modra? Favourite for the Cox Plate. Can't win this, can't win the Cox, so let's um, get, get on. Zaki? Yep. Beautiful. All right. Uh, Ditcho? Yeah, I don't disagree. I think Zaki is the best horse, but 
I just don't know about first up and never won over this distance. Never won at the track. I know it's um, it's more of a stand that's developed into the horse it is now. Ugly probably the best stand in Australia at the moment. But um, I'm just going to knock it first up just and go for something with a run in its legs. I'm going to go for Prime Star at 12 to 1. Um, so I really like his run first up. It was right there with Private Iron. Loomed as a winner, but just outclassed late. One and a half lengths off that race. Um, and I think if anything does beat Zaki, it's going to be him. So I think it's a great bet at 12 bucks and 3 bucks for a base. Lovely. Schmicky? I'm with you, Jim. I'm going with number two, Dreamforce, with Nash. Loves Captain the Nash. Gash, Raw Wheeler <laughs> on board. Um, it got stuck. I watched the race again the other day, and it did get stuck fairly wide trying to get to the lead last start, and it really did boot on pretty good. It looked... It, it, it deserved to drop off quicker than it did anyway. I think from barrier three this week, it's going to get to the front a lot easier. Hopefully, Nash can rate it well, and he can just keep on kicking. Well, and at $7.50, I think, a very good bet. Second up form, good. Soft form, magnippy. Distance form, even better. I think the best part is Nash Wheeler is probably top three best jockeys in Australia and leaders. So hopefully, he can pull off a, a masterclass on this one. Timmy Clark, best leader jockey, I reckon, uh-huh. in Australia, I reckon. I'll keep an eye out for him. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's not going to lead in this race. Yeah. Yes. All right, we go to Ramwick Race 8, the Chelmsford Stakes over 1,600. Uh, Ditcho, I reckon you might as well start us off here. All right, perfect, Jimmy. Um, I'm really excited about this bet. I reckon it's probably my bet of the week, just about. Um, so, second up, woos for Cascad- um, Cascading. Um, so, I reckon knocker. So, I'm going to go... Um, you have to trust your eyes sometimes, and that's what I'm doing. Seeing is believing number 13, she's ideal. Um, what a run it was in the Wink State. She's actually targeted for a Melbourne Cup this year, so it was a magnet return from her to finish off like she did a close third to Moana. She was flying home. Um, fitter and up to the mile. I reckon you've got to watch out for her at seven bucks. I reckon it's an awesome bet. Perfect. I think it's actually drifted out to $8.50 now too. Oh, well, perfect. I'll take that extra unit. Yeah, even better. Uh, Tyler? I have to agree with Regan here. Like, it's running the wing stakes was massive. It recorded the fastest 600, 400, and 200 splits of the race. Only issue is the inside barrier. Um, but if she can get a good jump and sit a few back from the leader, she'll fly home, I reckon. And if it gets properly wet, she'll like drop down in price massively. Um, special mention to Shared Ambition as well. I think he'll run a very good race. So Beauty. she's ideal at 8.50. One of those horses that's always just flown under the radar, yeah, eh? and it's, it, it's, it, but you look at its form, it's actually got pretty good form. It is a little bit of an enigma as well, but geez, when it runs a good race, it's usually at big odds as well. Yeah. So. Modra? Oh, I like this. She's ideal. I backed it last last week, um, but I don't think it's up to Cascadian or Think It Over. It's a two-horse race. Um, one of those two will win it um, inside of Cascadian or Think It Over, and I've gone with Cascadian. Um, I think it wins. Um, they're superior form to the rest of the field. Um, that, where it'll be, it, it, there's a good Cornella bet for you anyway. Yeah, so. perfect. Uh, Schmicky? I'm going with Shared Ambition, paying $8.50. It's got big boy Karen McAvoy on board. Another Our Melbourne girl Karen. Cup. Our girl Karen. Got another Melbourne Cup winning jockey. And these Melbourne Cup winning jockeys, they do just seem to start hitting their form around August. I think if everyone um, keeps their eye out for Damien Oliver as well, I didn't even, I haven't even tipped him on any. I haven't seen him around, but he's he about. started winding up the winners this last week or two, and he always does in August. Carnival is his 
prime time. He loves it. It's like he doesn't try the rest of the year and just rocks up at the right time. But um, at eight dollars fifty, I think shared ambition is is going to give it a good shake. Barrier nine's a bit of a query, but hopefully big boy Karen McAvoy can drop it into a nice little sit and it can um, get a run and give me a run for me money. Beautiful, Schmickle. All right, well, I'm going to be the last one to go. I thought the same as Dad. I thought it's a two-horse race between Cascadia and Finkadova. I'm not going to lie. I wrote things for both of them two or three times, and then I've ended up going with number one, Finkadova. And I, boy, oh, boy, was I thinking it over. Um, I think um, it was probably the Harlock story of the Wink Stakes there without really getting a run, and he only finished about a length and a bit off. Um, he's also got the, the King Nashie Royal Wheeler again on him. Um, he's had four cracks at the distance of three seconds and a third, but I think this is his time to turn it around. And I think, especially if there's a bit of rain around, I think it over should be a very good bet at four dollars sixty. All right then. So that that concludes all the big ones. So now let's get across to Cisco's Cracker Jack. All right, Cisco's Cracker Jack. So I'm staying at Randwick Race Ten, Randwick. I thought it would just be fitting. Jimby, Jimbo, it's, yeah. uh, one of my favourites. Cisco Bay at 18 bucks and $5 a place. Unreal last start. Gets a great draw this time, and that's the key. Just needs to be out um, be out wide and have that clear air because he absolutely charges home. Let it pour, hopefully, at Randwick because he loves getting his toes wet. So um, Cisco to save the Cracker Jack. It seems fitting. Hopefully, because it's been well overdue, that Cracker Jack. Yes, it's coming. It's coming. All righty. Uh, and we've got Schmickles Multi. Schmick Schmalty. Come on, Jim, get it right. Schmalty, sorry. Schmick Schmalty. I don't want to get done for plagiarism by a big Mick Malloy or anything like that. So, uh, Schmick Schmalty this week. We're going Jeremy Cameron, most goals again. I'm starting to feel a little bit guilty because I didn't even think about the fact that he's going to be playing on my cousin's cat's dog's brother's cat's cousin's <laughs> friend. Um, but I'm going Jeremy Cameron, most goals. Into GWS to win. I think most goals is probably only going to need three or four. It's probably going to be a fairly low-scoring game. But if you give it that little combination, it boosts right up to $18.25. And I like it. Lovely, Schmicky. How does Jeremy Cameron kick the most goals for Geelong and GWS still win but no Toby Green? <laughs> ah, Toby Green's soft. <laughs> no, I'm probably doesn't reckon that. Okay. <laughs> no, no, it's a fair call there, Modra, but you know, I'm tipping terribly, so I might as well keep it going. <laughs> Why not, eh? Uh, Modra, have you got anything special for us this week besides uh, that mega multi you had? Oh, uh, besides, are you going to talk yeah. about that? Yeah, okay, so uh, Sydney Race 1, number 2, Parksville, and it's in one of those highways. Yeah. The highways are always pretty hard, but this looks like it's got solid form, eh? So. Sydney race one, number two, and then you can talk about the horse that I just pointed to. Yeah, cool. Uh, Tyler, you got a future bet for us? So yeah, i got a big future bet this week. Um, I wanted to do a one out in the Everest, but I've decided to hold back on him because nature ships running, so I'd like to see how he runs this, this weekend. But I'm going Marsh Gustado for the Moya Stakes. Um, five bucks. His, la- his run last week was incredible. Um, yeah, like I said before, I wanted to put in the Everest bet, but I'll see how Nature Strip performs this weekend before I throw out any future bets for the Everest. Perfect, mate. All right, well, I have put the multi away this week because I'm not going to lie, because I completely forgot to put one together. Um, but I've got something better for you. So the few of the boys in the pod, myself, Regan, and the old boy, Marky Fenton, and my little brother, Michael, who is an occasional guest, 
uh, have shares in a horse known as Special View, which is trained by the great man Hayden Ballantyne, which will be running at Belmont at race four, and he is number eight, and I believe he's about $4.60, so that's where my little special side thing will be going. Um, there's, he reckons it's his best chance of winning on a Saturday. Uh, it's probably betting with a heart. Um, but yeah, it's a special view for for the listeners out there. Make sure you get on it. And if you're at Belmont, come and say hello to me and Ditcho because we'll be there cheering him on. But all right then. Uh, anything else from anyone else? Ditcho, you got anything? Yeah, we're up on Twitter for the first time. So give us a follow and a like on there, and we'll um, be posting our content. Hopefully, pretty regularly with the hot tips this weekend. Yeah. So look for where's the line on Twitter. I reckon you boys, your special view might struggle a little bit against the old sacks on, sacks off. Eleven-year-old <laughs> <laughs> veteran. Uh, and tomorrow, buying race six tomorrow, number number twelve, more profits. I did see that. Actually. Yeah, like that. Yeah, that's a so good that's bet. tomorrow. That's good odds. Get on that tomorrow and don't get your yeah. money for the weekend. Also, race six, number twelve. Get around the MQ and the stakes as well. That's a good race, but some people forgot to do the form on it today, so they're missing out on it. Yeah, do you but want to ch- chuck it out there? S L Rocco six bucks. There you go. Perfect. All right then. So that concludes our first episode on Spotify and the third episode of the season. Uh, make sure you tune in, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook. We're going to keep producing heat, so make sure you get around it. And remember, where's the line?